Hello, I'm Afia Salter and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. What's up, hot stuff, and welcome back to another episode of the Manifest Edit Podcast. If it's your first time here, hello, welcome to the party. And if you're a long-term listener, I love and appreciate you so much. Secondly, to all of that, happy new year. I hope you had an incredible end of year. And what I thought we would start this year with is the ins and outs of 2024. So I've seen this trend popping up on Instagram and TikTok, and basically you share like what things you're bringing with you into 2024 and what things you're leaving behind in the dust. And I thought, you know what? I know I'm usually a hater when it comes to trends, but this is actually one that I can get behind. And I think there's a couple of tweaks that we can make together to help you make your ins and outs list for 2024 super powerful. So I'm gonna be sharing with you my ins and outs, and then I'm also gonna be sharing with you how to break things down so that you can make sure that your ins and outs are super aligned with your vision for 2024. But before we do that, let's get into some life updates. So I just had the most beautiful Christmas. Christmas is not particularly one of my favorite times of year. I think just because of my own family situation and being orphaned at 14 that it is still just like a challenging time for me that I don't entirely get my head around. However, this year I was hosting Christmas again and I love making Christmas food. So I just had like a really beautiful day. We watched my favorite films, Inside Out, Love Actually, and I, it was just really, really nice in a way that I couldn't have expected and anticipated. And then for New Year, also something like I'm not majorly hyped about. So every New Year, I try and not, (laughs) I try and not be in the city because I feel like if you're in the city, then there's this like, oh, I have to go out and do something big. But I would rather my doing something big is like going on holiday or going to a festival. And my one friend who's normally down for super last minute plans had signed herself up to do some pet sitting, so could not go on a last minute holiday with me, which is so, so bumming because she messaged me. And I think it was like two days before new year. And she's like, hey, do you want to get on a flight? Do you want to get on a flight? This is the kind of friendship we have because she knows that, and I know that I could send her the exact same text. So she messages me two, I want to say two, three days before new year. And it's like, hey, what were you up to? Do you want to get on a plane? I'm like, okay, where? Um, and she's like, anywhere. And I'm like, aren't you, aren't you pet sitting? Aren't you babysitting our friend's dog? And she's like, oh shit, I forgot about the pets. I can't go anywhere but she would have been so down I was like fuck I could have like I would have been so up for that so in lieu of last minute travel plans and it was also a bit late to get something together for myself like I did have a couple of friends that invited me out to Bali but then flights had gone up to like crazy like quadruple what the flights would normally be so I was like I don't think this is the best time to go and I just decided, you know what? I could even just like stay at home for New Year. I could just chill. I could just be by myself, do some reflection, that kind of thing. And then I was catching up with one of my friends who has been on the podcast before. She's interviewed me for the podcast, my friend Tanya. And she was like, you know, you should just go do something. You can always leave. Cause I'm very much the person that will come to the party and I will disappear 
without a trace. I won't even say goodbye. I will just slip out before anyone realizes that I'm gone. So she's like, you know, it's you. You can just leave when you want to. So I went round to a friend's house and it was really lovely because they, well, half half the people were Irish, half the people were Scottish. So we were doing some Kaylee dancing. We were doing some trivia, charades, and it was a city apartment as well. So then we were all watching the fireworks from the balcony and it was it was really nice and one of my long-term friends was there and we were just sharing how much we loved each other and how proud of each other we were and I always love that about the year end being surrounded by your friends and thinking how lucky you are to have like that certain person in your life and I was glad that I went for those reasons and yeah it was it was not a super chill new year but I'm also like I'm glad that I did do something I'm glad that I did do something rather than just like chilling at home but I feel like I could have happily stayed at home you know I I wouldn't have felt like oh I missed out on something amazing I could have stayed at home but I'm glad that I didn't anyway let's get into my ins and outs of 2024 because I feel like this is a good segue of deciding is this an aligned decision for me which is something that I've been asking myself a lot recently when it comes to decision making is is this aligned for me right now and even if it doesn't make any sense is why I don't want to go why I do want to go following that feeling so with my ins and outs list surprisingly it was more challenging for me to come up with the outs than it was to come up with the ins and I thought I would be the other way around but I have a list and it's not even listen I don't have 10 ins 10 outs I just wrote what came up with and we're just going to go along with that but before before we even get into those when it comes to creating your own 2024 ins and outs I want to give you this major piece of advice which I feel and again is my whole ethos when it comes to manifestation is that you before creating this list before thinking about what's in what's out the only thing I want you to be thinking out is what are my values, okay? What are your values? Because you're then going to be creating an ins and outs list that is in alignment with your values. Now, one of the things I dislike about trends, especially when it comes to manifestation, mindset work, is it does not typically encourage you to engage with your values. You're actually kind of invested in what someone else's reaction responses are which are in alignment with their values and they're not necessarily going to have the same responses as you but you'll see something on their list and be like oh that sounds cool or that sounds nice that's what I'm going to add to your list so I'm not saying don't get inspired by other people's ins and outs lists of course I want you to be inspired by mine otherwise I wouldn't be sharing it with you but before you do that let's just take a pause for a second and think about what are your values and if you don't know what your values are I have recorded many podcast episodes on this especially episode number I think it's 137 why now is the best time to clarify your values listen to that episode make sure you get clear on what your values are or even just now come up with a like you know take a minute pause like what is most important to you right your value is what informs your life your core pillars like these are your main drivers in life this is what inspires you and for me I thought about what my core values are at the moment before going into creating my list so that everything aligns with those three core values that are my like my reasons for existing that make me have the most fulfilled existence that I can have and I want you to be thinking about maybe uh, when it comes to values three to five okay because you can then put them under like little umbrellas so that they're overarching things so for example uh, one of my biggest values is connection but underneath connection also comes play also comes experiences so 
just the overarching things to begin with. So I want you to hit pause if you need to and just get out a notebook and pen or if at a push phone notes but ideally you'd like a notebook and pen journal and just write down three five things that come to mind and then you can go back to my other episode on why now is the best time to clarify your values other episodes i've recorded on values and refined them a little bit but for now just come up with three to five core things that are your drivers and once you come up with those three to five things you can hit unpause is that what it's called unhit pause pause (laughs) hit pause again get off pause somehow and by the time it's taking me to actually get those words out of my mouth you've you've probably written them down by now let's get into my ins and outs so these are particularly uh for me on a basis of manifesting the life the kind of life that I want to be experiencing in 2024 what do I think what do I feel what is my intuition telling me are the things that need to go and the things that uh that need to be in so I think the way I'm going to do it, I'm just going to go through outs and then I'm going to go through ins rather than back and forth, back and forth, because they don't necessarily align that way. So my first out is hoarding clothes. <laughs> it's something that is very easy for me to do because I I don't want to just throw clothes away, right? That just doesn't feel good to me, just throwing clothes away. So I'm like, oh, these are my things for the charity shop. These are my things for Depop, which is a reselling app. And Things on Depop don't necessarily sell immediately. They might take a little bit of time, but it's got to the point now where I have had some clothes sitting for over a year in my Depop box. I'm like, well, how long am I going to hold on to these things before I just make an executive decision? I'm just going to drop them off at the charity shop. Even the things that are in the charity shop bag have been there for at least six, seven months when I could have very easily taken them to a charity shop. So this year, I'm not into that anymore. I'm getting rid of stuff that is just taking up space in my wardrobe where the new clothes could already be living, you know what I mean? And I've just been in, especially in December, throwing things away, like clearing up my handbag, throwing things away in my bedside drawers, throwing things away from my office. I just, (laughs) I'm not like, it sounds like I'm going through something, but I just love throwing stuff away and having space, having energetic space. And for me, and it's something that I do with my clients as well is creating energetic space by also clearing out your physical space so oh that pen that's not got a lid or is busted and doesn't really work anymore or that notebook that's full that you never read anymore just all these things that are lying around why are they there like if this is an indication of all this stuff that you're hanging on to what other stuff mentally are you holding on to that you no longer be hold- need to be holding on to anymore right so it's just it's just not a vibe for me next on my outs is over booking my time so over committing <laughs> over committing to things which i feel like is something that i have been working on in 2023 is just saying saying no when i really mean no like my friends will invite me to stuff <laughs> just straight up on the call i'm like yeah i'm not going to be coming to that and i do have a very blunt way of speaking but my friends are, are used to it by now but it's it's taken me a while to get here because before I would have just been like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll come, knowing that I didn't really want to go and then getting there and being like, wait, what? why have I done this? This is just stressful for me. So I'm not overbooking my time anymore. I'm really intentional about where I spend my time, who I spend my time with, and also creating space for for new friends, new experiences as well. Oops, was I veering into my ends? <laughs> out is burnout so that also aligns with overbooking time is just doing too much and and really just working yourself into a state 
where you're burned out and you can't do anything from a place of burnout. So as much as you try and do all of the things, it really just backfires and is not supporting you in any way. I have learned that about myself is that I do have a tendency to do a lot of things. And in 2023, I really reduced the amount of things that I was committing to and I feel like I could do it on an even bigger scale just streamlining some things in my life because yeah I do have a tendency to go from zero to a hundred real quick and then I'm at a hundred like wait why have I why have I gone so far when I could have been like coasting at 70 and and feeling a lot better than I feel now so I'm not available for burnout in 2024 I'm sorry no I'm not sorry actually I'm I'm very happy about that decision also aligning with that is expecting too much of myself and I am still very hard on myself and it's something that I have been working on for a lot of time and I think it does go back to, it's, I mean, I don't mean to psychoanalyze myself, but at the same time I do, is I know that my upbringing has a lot to do with my perceptions of success. And I know for me that in part, my perception of success is achieving a lot of things. And sometimes I expect myself to achieve too many things. And I didn't think that that was something that I was still experiencing to the degree to which I, I actually am. So I was like sitting down with my mental health coach and we were just talking about some of the things that I was, was doing and hearing it from an external perspective actually did make me see, okay, maybe there are some areas of my life where I am expecting a bit too much. So to be continued. Uh, I don't even know what number this one is. I don't think we're doing numbers. We're just going through the list. Next, sugar. <laughs> sugar as an answer for my problems. Like if any in- insignificant inconvenience happens, I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to get a sweet treat. And it just, it makes me feel better in the moment. And then I break out a few days later and I'm like, Ugh, I really, I really do want to be consuming less sugar this year. I don't want to cut out sugar entirely because it does bring me a great deal of joy but I don't think I need to be consuming a packet of sweets every day, which is what I was doing in December. Oh, my sugar consumption was out of control to the point where I was breaking out my face and I was telling my flatmate about it. I was like, yeah, while you were away, I had this like massive breakout. She's like, I've never seen you with a breakout ever. And it's true. My skin never really breaks out because I don't wear makeup. I have a really good skincare routine. And generally I don't overconsume sugar, but definitely in December, I I went a bit hard and I want to rein that in moving forward. Being dehydrated as a default is also out. I have been really shitty with my water consumption in the past, well, if I'm being honest, the whole of last year, I just didn't make drinking enough water a priority. It also impacts everything. When you're not drinking enough water, it impacts how you're showing up to your workout classes. It impacts how you're showing up to other stuff in your day, impacts your skin, impacts your overall well-being. Like it's not cute. It's not sexy to be dehydrated. And, you know, I'm here on this planet to be a (laughs) cute and sexy individual. And, And being dehydrated is not contributing to that. It's not adding to my goals. So drinking more water, And you know, the other thing that has actually impacted my water consumption is I had two amazing, incredible water bottles and I can be really funny about having my specific things. So they have to be a specific way. And I had just 
the most amazing water bowls that were like my specific water bowls and then I lost them I lost both of my like what do they call them emotional support water bottles and then I just didn't replace them afterwards so I said to buy a new water bowl easy solution because then I can just pop it in my bag fill it up when I'm out doing my things even take an empty bottle to the gym because they have really nice filtered water there and finally my last out is test from the universe this is more of a general one because it's not something that I really like to speak of in my life but it's something that I see people saying like oh the universe is testing you or all these challenges etc are coming up because it's the universe's way of testing you and I just don't love to use that language I don't like to say that the universe is testing you I think the universe gives you opportunities to see what's important to you what's a priority for you to check in with your values and you can't fail at that all you can do from that experience is get more information and what you choose to do with the information is going to inform the direction of your life so I don't think we should be calling these experiences tests or feeling like there's a way that you can pass or fail the situation. And instead, I think we should be really leaning into these experiences with an open-mindedness of saying, what is this here to show me? What can I take from this? What am I gonna do next? And I think that's a really empowered place to be coming from rather than the universe is testing me again, like, or the universe is gonna test me. What is the right choice to make here? Because you know, as long as you're chasing the right choice, you, you're you chasing a goalpost that is continually moving. So making aligned choices, really connecting with your intuition on a deeper level instead of that. Okay, let's switch into the ins. So the first I have on my ins list is exploring my style and investing in quality pieces. In my last podcast episode, I mentioned that in December, I went in, back into a little stint of entering competitions and I won some really great things. At the time, I think I'd only won three things, but since then I've won some I won some Birkenstocks, I won some Asics, I won some ethical diamond earrings, I won um, this beautiful gold necklace with an E on it, and these are all things that have elevated my style, and I also want to be this year investing in things that are continuing to help me elevate my style, and you know, buying pieces that feel really good for me, that fit me really well. Just before Christmas, in fact, just around Christmas time, I've been trying on a mission. And if you can help me with this mission, please DM me on Instagram at fiercelter underscore, because this has been, (laughs) it's been the bane of my life is trying to find a really good pair of jeans. I don't care how much they cost. I don't care how much they cost. All I care is that they fit me really well. And the challenge that I have with buying jeans is like, I'm a size four to six waist, and then I would say like an eight to 10 ass. So finding jeans that fit those proportions. Oh yeah, and then my thighs, Pilates. Pilates has given me quads of steel, but these quads of steel mean I also need the room for my quads and jeans as well. So normally I'd pick up a size six, size eight jean, and I would fit into it perfectly. Now it's it's a mission. So I need like this... (laughs) I'll be giving away my exact clothing dimensions, but this is basically what I need. I need something that's like a 27 inch waist, but also has room for the thighs that's 32 inches long. It has to be, the jeans have to be touching the ground. That's the other thing because the style at the moment is ankle length jeans. I don't want it to touch my ankles. I want them to touch the ground. They need to touch the ground. I already have the ankle jeans. I need one perfect pair of jeans that touch the ground. That's all I want. 
<laughs> my biggest sin for 2024 is just the pair of jeans that fit. If you can help me with this mission, please DM me on Instagram. But yeah, I'm investing in pieces that are gonna, what do they say? stand the test of time that's what I want I want pieces that are going to stand the test of time so loads of really great basics I bought last year a couple of really great coats um great t-shirts and I guess it's also just a thing with getting older as well as is having that elevated style and I don't care if I am overdressed I don't I don't care for people to think if I'm overdressed what I'm dressing for is me and how I want to feel in my clothes how I want to show up in my clothes so I went to dinner with my friend on a Wednesday and then afterwards I met up with another friend they were like whoa you're super dressed up for a Wednesday I don't care what day it is it doesn't matter if it's a Wednesday it doesn't matter if it's a Saturday I'm dressing this way because it looks and feels good for me so yeah that's where I'm at with my style journey then solo dates solo dates i need to come back around and be in for 2024 because i did not do it a ton in 2023 i didn't i feel like i didn't have a ton of solo dates and i also didn't have a ton of solo travel last year because i knew i was going back to the uk for a visit this year so we'll probably have another europe trip around that so solo dates are coming back in more your cinema trips hopefully there's some good stuff coming up in the cinema this year because movie dates are my favorite solo dates and just spending more time with myself getting to know myself just doing like really beautiful experiences with myself and if you have not been doing solo dates or it's something that you want to try i really recommend that you bring them into your routine and i'm sure i'm going to record another podcast episode specifically about solo dates but it's essentially it's an intentional time that you spend alone so not oh what was meant to be doing this with my friend they're no longer coming i guess i'll do it with myself this is some specific time you are carving out to do things by yourself next up we have prioritizing sleep my sleep was <laughs> it's definitely be, been better so i do need to go for some like blood tests and stuff because I was talking to my therapist and she's like, you know, it's, it's not normal to wake up and then go outside, do one activity and be tired again. I was like, oh, that's, that's good to know. So I need to, yeah, I need to definitely be looking at my sleep and um, just, just making it better. And ooh, leading into that is reading more because I have been getting so into reading again, which is just like, I feel it's doing something for my inner child. I have been reading a lot of fantasy books. So Mary Lou, Legend, Prodigy, The Young Elites, the A Court of Thorns and Roses books. I've, I've just been really loving getting lost in these new worlds. And it came to a point where I was watching things on Netflix and I'm like, oh, I'm not even enjoying this. I'm watching it just to just to have something on i'm like oh well rather than mindlessly watching something that i'm not even appreciating why don't i read something that i know i'm going to appreciate so reading reading more especially fiction books oh it's just it's just it's just made me so happy and then traveling together so last year was the first like real girls trip i've been on in my adult life with two of my best friends and when I tell you this trip went seamlessly I'm always you know there's always a little bit of a hesitation when you're traveling with your friends like especially when it's the first time that you're traveling with your friends like oh how are we gonna fare on a holiday together and at the time I was sober so they were both drinking and I was not and I was still going out and having all of these incredible experiences like we were going clubbing together going to bars together and I was still having a great time as the sober friend being in on that 
we just had just like a great experience it was a great 10 days together and I would happily go on holiday with them again I think it also helped like pretty much everywhere we went except one place we all had our own rooms so we weren't sharing a room we all had our own space to like hide away to at the end of the day and we were all very open like if I wanted to leave early or if someone else wanted to leave early or someone wanted to do something the other person didn't want to join in there was space for all of that so it was so mm, amazing experience so I would love to do some more things where I'm traveling with other people this year spending more time in nature yesterday I went for a walk and I was like I really want to touch this tree but all these people are walking past I just standing next to the tree and holding the tree and I'm like oh more of this please I just it's so important for grounding especially when I'm someone who spends quite a lot of time at a computer at a desk at a phone just being around nature walking in nature and it's something that I really used to not be a walker, a hiker, any of those things. And over the past year, I've been I've been easing into it. I've been easing into walking places just to walk and, <laughs> and doing things like that. So yeah, it's, 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 it's a journey. And then my final things are investing. That's something that I want to continue doing. Investing my money in stocks. I have two podcast episodes all about that. So I'm not really going to say much more in in this episode other than building wealth, not just building money. I don't just want to be rich. I want to be wealthy. Big treats. So rather than my little, my little sweet treats, like, oh, I'm going to buy myself a little cake, buying myself the big things, like buying myself a trip or buying myself, I don't know, something else big. Like I don't really need anything at the moment. My big things are usually laptop phone designer handbag those were my three big last purchases outside of holidays so I don't really know what big thing I want at the moment aside from travel but I want to leave space to you know you don't need to do any more to earn this you've done a lot of hard work you've done a lot of incredible things and you deserve to be treated just for existing is the energy that I want to be bringing into 2024 and then finally more shadow work more diving into those untold aspects of yourself this was something that I was doing inside my membership program for the whole month of December our theme was around shadow work and exploring the shadow aspects of yourself and that's something that I want to be incorporating more into my life this year as well and I really just have a good feeling about this year and I feel it's really going to be a journey of exploration and 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 yeah, I'm just excited to see what comes next. And I think these ins and outs are really indicative of what I'm speaking over my life in 2024 and beyond. So I hope that some of these ins and outs help you to inform what your ins and outs will be. And I hope that you come up with some of your own things outside of this as well and really think about bringing that intentionality to what you want to speak over your 2024 because you do get to decide. You do get to decide how you want to feel. You do get to decide what you want to prioritize. You do get to decide what intentions you're setting and it begins now, right? You don't need to wait for the perfect moment. You can just begin making those little you know, it's not just a silly little ins and outs list, it's it's speaking your priorities into the universe. And why wouldn't you want to do that for yourself? Why wouldn't you want to, it's like submitting a shopping list to the universe, like, hi, this is what I want for the rest of the year. And that's such a beautiful process to me. And it's something that 
I think this list can continually be updated throughout the year. It's not just something that you create once, but it's something you check in with and see how am I tracking with these things I said were going to be in and out and, you know, what more could I be doing? So that is it for this week's episode. If you resonated with this episode, make sure to share it with a friend and maybe you can do some ins and outs together or share it on Instagram and tag me, Afia Selter. I always love to reshare stories mentioning podcast episodes and I cannot wait to see you while well, hear you know your presence is there in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous.